Hey everyone, thanks for joining us today on O-Face Wrestling. This is your host JT and today I am joined by Amber Rodriguez and Gia Scott. So what's up ladies? Hello. So thank you for joining us today here at O-Face Wrestling. So um, this episode is going to be you know, one of our special episodes for our one year celebration of being, you know, a show. Um, we literally started last year in June and, you know, I wanted to put together some special episodes. So, I mean, you two are two of, you know, my favorite um, guests that I had on the show. And I just thought it would be really cool, especially because when I interviewed you, Gia, you had mentioned that you were actually a big fan of uh, Amber back when she wrestled at MCW. So it's like you were a fan <laughs> in the crowd, you know, watching her wrestle and that now you're actually wrestling for MCW and you're the current women's champion. So I thought that would be cool to pair you up together in one of our episodes. Well, thank you. <laughs> so, um, ladies, um, ever since, you know, I last interviewed you, which I, I had you both on my January episode. So um, just uh, tell me a little bit about like how things have been, you know, since then. Like I know Gia, you were a part of the very first ever um, women's chairs match at the mm -hmm. MCW event, at the Winter Blast event. So starting with you, um, tell me a little bit about that match. Cause I know that was a pretty scary match to be in. Uh, okay, um, so while we, I was uh, told that I would be having a chair match with Aria Palmer, I was kind of freaking out because number one, uh, at that point, I've never gotten hit with the chair before, so I was just like, okay. Um, then, okay, then, um, what else? Oh, and then we had to go over the match of how it was supposed to go. And then my coach, RJ, he was like, okay, we're going to do this Tower of Doom thing. And I'm like, okay, so what is that going to fall? He's like, lots and lots of chairs just stacked up. And I'm like, okay, I've never fallen through a, thing, a pop of chairs before. But sure, okay, we'll try this. So um, the day comes where the match is supposed to happen, and I'm freaking out. I'm, and I'm normally not freaking out at this time because I usually get, like, the little butterflies. But then once I come out, my music hits, I'm like, okay, I'm in my zone. But that day, I was just like, oh, my God, I'm super nervous right now. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to think. Just remember the stuff that you need to do, and you'll be fine. So while doing the match, there were things that I thought, like, okay, I could have done better. I should have done better. But I was just like, it's my first match. It's fine. So we get towards the end of the match, and that's where things go downhill. And I'm hitting Aria with the chair back to back to back to back. and then my ref, his name's Jason, he, I thought I heard him say, hey, Gia, take it home. It's time to go home. I'm like, oh, God, we got to go. We got to go. We got to rush. So I bring her to the top turnbuckle, and I'm, like, getting her up, getting her set up, and we're about to fall through the chairs. So set her up, boom, we fall through the chairs. And I'm fine. I'm thinking, like, oh, that didn't hurt too bad. I was worrying about that for nothing. But um, I cover her, one, two, three, match is over. I come to the back. RJ's like, what the heck is wrong with you? Why didn't you, what is, oh my God, I can't even with you. And I'm like, wait, what? Like, wait, what, wait, wait, what's wrong? He's like, you could have died. And I'm like, huh? So I walk past him, I walk past Rich, and then Dean comes up to me. He's like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. What's, what's wrong? He's like, you legit almost died. I'm like, what, what is everybody talking about? So I ended up getting the video from you and Chrissy, 
and uh, I saw it back on Twitter, and I'm looking at it, and this is one little chair that has its legs sticked up to where it can almost pierce me or it almost pierced her. And thank God I rest Jason. He moved it out of the way to where it didn't hurt us. And I'm just like, oh, my God, like, he moved out perfectly. And if we would have landed on it, some one of us would have definitely gotten hurt. So I was just like, oh, my God, I could have really died that night. <laughs> so um, that lesson taught me to for my surroundings and make sure everything is set before I actually go. The end. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because in the video, I noticed that um, the ref, you said Jason was his name? Yeah. Yeah, I saw him like moving the chair around and all that. And then, you know, the suplex and all. Um, how much, like how painful was it going through all those chairs? I think um, I was, my blood was just pumping at the moment because I knew that I felt like that was just going to be the most painful of throughout the whole entire match. Any kind of chair shots that took, I felt like that was going to be the most painful. So while I'm falling, I'm like, I, I hit the chairs and like, it hurt like, for like a second, but I was like, oh, that's not that bad. I was worrying for nothing. So it felt fine. It was, it was like literally a quick, like, like a tap and like, that was it. And I was like, oh, okay, that's. Fine. <laughs> yeah, I remember you like had the loudest scream like right as you were like lifting her up, and I was just like, "Yeah, that's definitely war scream right there." <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Amber, since the last time that we recorded, what have you been up to? Uh, besides staying in my house every day. Um, <laughs> before this pandemic happened I actually made several debuts that I'm really proud of um one being Elevate Pro which has become like a new home for me um I debuted at Title Match Wrestling's Ladies Night Out which was held at the Booker T World Gym Arena um so that was great super honored to work there shout out to Telly for that by the way um where else? uh Texas Wrestling Entertainment um, which, for those of you who don't know, used to be Shawn Michaels' uh, Wrestling Academy uh, before Rudy Gonzalez took it over. And that was great to work there and just have that experience and learn from him. Uh, Rudy's become like a mentor to me since then. Um, what else have I done? Uh, Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment. That was a great experience. Super chill locker room. Uh, and I feel like I'm forgetting a whole bunch of stuff right now, but I'm sure it'll come up. <laughs> yeah, that, um, that one debut, you said you had Title Match Network? Yeah, mm -hmm. I was watching that, because that was streaming, I think it was on YouTube, maybe, it was streaming on my, um, I have a friend on Twitter who's, like, even bigger with the indies than I am, and he's, like, always, like, pushing me, because he's also, like, a big fan of women's wrestling, he's been pushing me, and he kept telling me, I had posted something about you on Twitter. He's like, oh, well, she's about to have a match against so-and-so. And I got on um, YouTube and I was able to catch it in time. But yeah, like, since this, you know, obviously, you know, there's only been like, what, two or three months of wrestling, you know, prior to the pandemic and all that kind of stuff. So there's only so much you could really do. Um, so like, let, so tell me, like, what are both of you doing right now to kind of get yourself ready for when wrestling is, you know, back up and going? Like, obviously, you can't really wrestle, but you could still, like, I see a lot of wrestlers, like, kind of, like, working on their character work, promo skills, or just kind of venturing off and doing other things. Like, I'm seeing a lot of wrestlers on 
Twitch streaming, working on YouTube, doing all these kind of side projects. So just tell me, like, what are you two, um, or, or are you two doing anything to kind of like tweak your character or just anything like that? Well, the school that I trained at the Diamond Mine um, actually just opened back up, so I'm able to train again. Um, besides that, I'm actually a trained dancer, so I dance to keep in shape these days, especially since the gym has been closed. I've been dancing. Um, I do pole fitness, so a lot of stuff to stay in shape. Um, cutting promos in the mirror is always fun. <laughs> <laughs> And then lots of podcasts to kind of stay afloat. Yeah, um, definitely like with the podcast and all that's still something that you could do actively to kind of like keep your name out there. And just like, I mean, for me, it's fun, like just chatting with wrestlers and all that kind of stuff. And I'm sure like, you know, you all have fun chatting too. So um, what about you, Gia? Um, for me, it's more about like seeing things that like I'll watch on like a TV show or because uh, I personally I like watching a whole bunch of uh, shows like I, I don't know why but I started watching the show called Bring It and it was something that my mom watched before she passed away and like watching that show I feel like it has a lot of spunk and whatnot so that has that had to uh, keep me reminded that I need to keep my spunk that I used to have or still have or when I get back like just to have and while watching stuff, I'll be like, huh, like their stuff, like their, their dance wear, they look really good. And I'm like, hmm, what if I could wrestle in that? So like my mind goes to that and I'm like, oh, okay, you know, that's actually nice. So while like watching those kind of shows, I get ideas to where like, okay, if I come back, maybe I could be this or maybe I can uh, change my hairstyle to that or maybe I could find some nice looking good uh gear material and where is that for change and whatnot so I'll, like I'll watch shows and I'll just like jot things down on my phone I'm like okay like make sure you wear this with that to make this look good to bring this out and then boom like you know so I'll just be thinking of things like I think that cutting promos is a really good thing because on the uh, MCW uh, student page we have like our promo coach his name's Nat and he'll give like advice on what we could do to like stay in character or things that we need to do so that I guess you could say we don't get bored and just sit on our butts and whatnot and he helps out with that and I think it's nice to just keep things in the back of your head to where if you come back you're like oh I thought about this let me try and see if this works or not and go from there. So uh, one thing I wanted to ask you, too, because I know prior to everything, you were supposed to wrestle at Ring of Honor for uh, what was it, um, some kind of like women's tournament. Is that still in the plans or? You know? Oh, my. I'm so sad because um, I was told that it was going to get rescheduled. I don't know when. I don't know where. But I am hoping like soon because I, I'm, I feel like I haven't been able to showcase myself like the way I want to within Ring of Honor and that's just that's just how I am I, I felt like that when I first joined MCW I was like okay I, I wrestled like maybe two or three times I, they still haven't seen the best of me that's how that's how I always feel and I want to be able to show them like okay this is Gia Scott Gia Scott is awesome we need Gia Scott so that's that's how I wanted to show myself in that tournament whether I win whether I lose as long as they got to see the best of me and be like wow that girl is awesome 
I don't, I honestly don't know when it's coming. I, all I can do is just prepare for it whenever it comes back. It could be honestly within the fall, the winter, or maybe even next year, but I'm going to be prepared for it because they're going to see Gia Scott either way. Exactly. I'm really excited for that. I'm going to try to make the trip, assuming it's still in Philly. I think that's where it's supposed to be. Or... I hope it is, but if not, either way, I'm still going to do my best. Yeah, I'm definitely really excited for that. Um, now, Amber, I got a question for you. I kind of brought it up on our last podcast. Is there still plans for you to return to MCW one day in the near future? There is a conversation in place. Um, I don't want to give too much away, but there's a conversation in place. <laughs> I know Gia over there looks pretty excited about that. <laughs> like, you're like her dream match, basically. Uh, I'm just me. So. <laughs> So I know, like, MCW does, like, do, do they ever do, like, surprises, like, have wrestlers, like, show up without being announced? Kind of like, you know, like, yes. WWE, they'll do, like, Sting return, and then it wasn't asked, like, they do stuff like that? Yeah. See, that would be, like, a really cool scenario, like, if, Gia, like, you retained against Arya, or, you know, or someone, and then, you know, here comes Amber coming out, and then you had that stare down or something like that to set up. I legit had this, like, conversation in my head, like, a thousand times. I'm sorry to say that. Like, I've literally been like, okay, what if this happens? And then Amber comes back, and then, boom, and the place explodes, and I'm like, oh, man, that'd be awesome. Like, I, like, uh, like, okay, so... I've talked about this within my head. I've talked about this with my boyfriend. I have even talked about this with my wrestling friends before. And they all know that I personally want this because when um, the first, like the first very event that I ever went to for MCW, it was, um, it was Booker T was there. I don't want to say it was in Dundalk. It might've been in Dundalk, but it was called the green room. And I, okay. So I went there and I saw all these amazing people and then like, <laughs> I'm gonna feel foolish for saying this, but my uncle, he was not even was, I'm sorry. He still is a big fan of Black Wall Street. So when they first came out, he was like, What? Wait, what? Black Wall Street? Okay, 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 Black Wall Street. And I'm like, <laughs> like they're so mean, they're so nasty, like, don't even like them. Oh, we Black Wall Street. I'm like, I ain't no Black Wall Street. So I remember coming out and I remember seeing you for the first time and I was just like She's so mean. She doesn't want to touch anybody. <laughs> so I'm just like, why is she being so mean to us? <laughs> I remember I was like, if I become a wrestler, I'm gonna shoot her. <laughs> so I remember I was just like, I told my uncle, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna become a wrestler because I want to be her. <laughs> so I remember that I made it my goal because I was like, I want to face all these women in uh, MCW and whatnot. I remember Amber was on my list, uh, Kimberly was on my list, Renee Michelle was on my list, uh, Mandy Leon was on my list. I was like, I want to face all these people. So um, when it got the opportunity where I, I signed up to be there and there was like, okay, you know, what do you want to be? I was like, I, I, don't, I don't know. I was like so shy. I couldn't say anything. <laughs> like my uh, promo coach, Nat, he was just like, okay, well, we're going to try this. He picked out... Um, one of the guys from SOS, uh, Moses, he was like, we want you to personate uh, her what she's trying to be. And he did. And he, he did it much better than me because I was scared. I was so scared. But I remember that when um, I heard from a friend, they were like, yeah, Amber, she's wrestling again. I was like, 
what? He's like, yes, and I'm like, no, please, please stop playing with me. Y'all know this is a thing for me. And they're like, no, seriously, check this out. And I checked, and I was like, oh my god, this is the wrestling gods. They they spoke it. This is a dream come true. So I was just like, oh man. I was like, okay. You know, Pastor Dean and RJ about this. I, I really want her to come back to MCW. Not, I don't care if I won or if I lost. I just wanted to check it off my list because I was just like, I wanted this for a long time. If I could go back to my 15-year-old self and be like, you say Sam Rodriguez, she'll be like, he's lying to me. <laughs> like, why are you playing? But it was just, it's just, I don't know why. It's just something that I want. It's weird to describe. And it's, I'm sorry, I'm rambling on, but it's a weird thing to describe that I've really wanted for like a long time since I guess I was 15, I'm like 21 now, and it just, it just completely me on the inside, but like, ah, I faced Amber like my long time, like dream of doing, and then I got it, and I would just be happy about it, no matter how it goes or how it happened, I'd just be happy about it. Oh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't blame you, like, there's nothing wrong with that, like, I mean, I'm not a kid, but... I'm a big fan of Randy Orton. I would love to have a match versus Randy Orton. He can, I, I, I'll take an RKO, you know, it's just like, <laughs> you get it. Like I, like, I understand it. Like, it's someone you idolize wrestling and, you know, and then now you're wrestling. It's like, oh, I could actually face this person. Like, how cool would that be? So, uh, who would be the heel? For me, because it's like, that's the feeling I had watching Mickey James and Mia Yim in the green room. And then fast forward a few years later, it was me and Mickey, you know, main eventing. It's like, what is life right now? So I get that feeling. So like, describe to us, how was that feeling? Like you're fighting Mickey James. Like, did it go through your head during the mask? Like, I'm actually doing this. Like, Yeah, I wanted to Um, (laughs) (laughs) It was crazy because it's like, you want to you want to impress, you know, you don't want to be that girl that ruined Mickey James's life. I don't know. (laughs) No, I totally understand. Yeah. So it was, it was a lot of pressure and it's like, I have to deliver. Like I, like all the nerves and feelings you get, like it was like times 35 because it's like, this is the, she's literally the reason I'm here. So it was, it was crazy, but it's like, you got to push all that to the side. You got to suck it up and you got to do your job because it's like, you can't let the nerves get in the way to where you screw something up, you know? So, but to answer your question, it was, it was a wild feeling. It was, it, it's definitely something I'll remember for the rest of my life. Yeah. Like, I mean, kind of different scenario but like when I had started this podcast like one of my goals was like getting wrestlers on the show and interviewing them my very first you know talent that I had on the show was Sophia Lopez Lopez from Wild Women of Wrestling and you know you know I'm interviewing her and she's talking and at like for a few seconds I just kind of went into a daze and I'm thinking like I'm interviewing like someone on TV like I was like froze for a second like holy smokes like I'm actually doing this so it's like I I get the feeling you know that you're talking about just like it is an amazing feeling but it's like when you know once you start like doing it you just get used to it and all that 
But um, if you two had a match versus each other, like who would be the heel? Who would be the face? Or would you both be face? Or I don't know. That's the that's the weird thing that I was. Uh, what I mean by like talking about it in my head, I was like, okay, uh, who would be heel? Who would be face? I, uh, I was like, I don't know. I just I would leave it up to whoever. <laughs> I think at that point I would just be screaming off the top of my head that the fact that I even got the match. I was just like, I don't care. I got the match. I don't care. I got the match. So I, I wouldn't even know, honestly. I think it just depends on what's going on at the time, like the best way to just kind of tie everything in. And I feel like for me, I'll probably end up being a baby face by default after having been away for so long. And it's like, everybody loves a good comeback. I don't care who you are. Everybody loves a mm-hmm. good comeback. So... And, like, sometimes I feel like it could just be, like, the promotion that you're at, because, like, Gia right now at MCW's face, so, like, when Trisha Dora came there, she was heel, but then the next month I go to a, another event in Trisha's face, so it's kind of, like, maybe it's just kind of the location you're at, kind of. Well, at first, um, what was happening? At first, uh, because during the beginning of that Future Honor thing, I was heel because I faced uh, Amy. And then they switched me to being faced because of what happened at Tribute to the Legends when Arya hit me with the chair. So we're like, we can't have you heal. We got to kind of have your face. So that's the reason why I went back to being faced again. But it's tricky. It's hard. Like sometimes like the fans will flow with it if it, if it has like a really good like, um, what word I'm looking for? Like, um... I can't find the word, but it like if the fans are behind they're like, oh, okay, I can believe it. The story, yeah, I'm sorry, the story. If the story is believable, people will get behind it and they will support it, no matter like if it kind of came out the blue. If it's like a reason behind it, they're like, oh, okay, we kind of get it. So, yeah. So now this is a question for both of you. I wanted to ask this to you um, during our last episode, but. MCW, like, do they have rules with their heels and faces when it comes to, like, going out and interacting with fans, like, prior to the the matches? I noticed, like, you, Dion, Tommy are always out there, and, you know, Bobby and Robbie, but I never see the heels. Like, do they not allow the heels to do that? Um, no, uh, I would say, okay, so I had a problem with this in the, like, early year of my career, or basically the whole entire point until I turned to face. So when I was first, like, faced and then quickly switched to heel, um, I wanted to, like, kind of interact with the fans to kind of get those little butterflies out of my stomach a little bit before I went out to the match. But uh, my coach was, like, he came that, like, like, if you're a heel, you're a heel. You know, stay in that mindset. So I'm like, okay. So then whenever I would see, like, some people like sending off like for instance like Tessa Blanchard or The Miz or Tessa Owens or stuff like that they would like Tessa for for instance she would be nice to people even though she that match she was a heel she would meet the fans and she'd be nice so I'm like okay I'm confused but all right but then that one time when we had uh Joey there he was a full-on heel the whole entire time and I was just like so my house supposed to follow that suit or they came here to see us so should I be nice I don't know so it was it was 
kind of a hard thing to do. But then once I got switched to space, it became so much easier. I could interact with the fans and I could say hi to them and I could greet them, meet them and whatever like that. So it was it was much better than to have a, clon- a conflict with myself. So I felt better afterwards. So like, yeah, it's definitely, it's, it's weird because, you know, yeah, these people pay to see you, but it's at the end of the day, it's a job and it kind of goes back to kayfabe. You know what I mean? Like, if you're flipping people off in the ring, I wouldn't expect you to be shaking hands and kissing babies after that, you know? So when I was there, <laughs> like, it was just kind of a, one of those unwritten rules for heels. And personally, I didn't mind it because like, I don't like interacting with people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a people person. I have real bad social anxiety. I'm very socially awkward. So I do not like interacting with people. It's like, I appreciate you buying a ticket, but I'm going to stay back here. <laughs> See, I'm the total opposite of that. Like I could start a conversation with someone and it could seem like I've known them forever, which is why uh, whenever I'm at NCW, uh, like say for instance, maybe the doors have opened maybe 15 minutes ago, I could come out and I can like see a little girl and she's like looking at me, but she doesn't want to come up and I like, I'll spot her. And I'm like, are you afraid of me? And she's like, no, I'm just shy. And I'm like, I break her out of her shyness. So then when intermission comes in, let's say I've had the, the first half, I had my match, she comes over to me and she gives me a hug and we're like instantly best friends. So like, I can talk to people in a way to where like I can get them comfortable. So I believe, I guess I'm the total opposite of that. Yeah, I mean, and that's, like, something I really noticed, too, because just like Amber, like, I'm also very socially awkward, and I have anxiety and all that kind of stuff, too, so, like, I remember the first time I met you, you know, I'd, I'd walked up, hey, Gia, good luck in your match, can I get a picture, and that was it, but then, like, the second time I met you, because after that, I had already, you know, interviewed you on my show and all, you know, we had a... Uh, do the video for the shout out and um mm-hmm. we were just talking and you kept talking about like Kurt Angle coming up in that upcoming event it's just like it made me feel so comfortable because like clearly like you're a really big people person and you know it makes the fans feel like more connected and more like a part of the show but um like going back to like the heel and baby face interacting with fans like uh, and I feel like every wrestler is different because when I interviewed Ronnie Nicole, she had mentioned that because I when I went to primetime wrestling, she didn't have a merch table. And I said, oh, yeah, because she said, oh, you should have came up to me and said something like, well, I was looking for you and all the wrestlers were doing the merch. And she said, well, since she's a heel, it's kind of like an old school thing that heels don't do like merch tables and stuff yeah. like that. It's dying out. And I get why, because we need to make money. So I yeah. get it. But it is dying out. Yeah, so, like, I mean, I'm one of those people, like, I, I understand that when new wrestlers are in the ring, they're playing a character, heel or face, you know, but, like, I, and I'm, like, totally fine if you're a heel in the ring and I meet you in person, you're really nice, like, I actually like that, you know, like, I've had so many wrestlers on the show that I've seen as heels on, like, TV, and then I'm talking to them, you know, on the show, and they're, like, the nicest person in the world, and I think that's just, like, I think that's, like, a really cool experience as a fan, because, I mean, realistically, when you're meeting a wrestler that you're a fan of, if they're a heel on TV, and you, or in the ring, or whatever, and you meet them in person, and they're, like, an asshole to you in person, it kind of, like, ruins it, it's, like, yeah, I get that's, you know, who they are in the ring, but it's, like, I don't want to experience that for myself, you know, kind of thing, like, I mean, I don't care if you Depends though. There's like people like Danny Jordan, for example. Like she literally writes insults under eight by tens, which I love. I'm obsessed with her. But <laughs> I feel like it just depends. Like if it's 
done tastefully, like something like that, then I don't know. I feel like there's a difference between just being a complete a-hole and just like playing up your gimmick, you know, but still being like human. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I totally, like I, that's basically what I'm like, I'm saying like if you're being a, like a legit like jerk, yeah, like that's very distasteful. Like if you're kind of playing a little into your gimmick, that's cool. Like you mentioned like writing little insults on 8x10s. I, I would have no problem with that. On <laughs> When I met uh, Sasha Banks back in early March, I had asked her a question about, you know, challenging Bailey for the title, and she kind of went in character. She's like, no, no, you know, that means I have to work, you know, I, I, I you know, I make a lot of money not working, like, stuff like that, that's cool, you know, but, like, I heard a lot of horror stories about, like, MGF, you know, and how he is with the guy from AEW. Oh, so, like, I remember the time when he was at MCW, I was, I was scared to talk to him um because it was my first time like ever seeing him but I was like he's really good okay so I was just I think I was sitting by the uh the, the big tv in MCW and it was we have we actually have two tvs one by the stage and another one kind of by what we call the bird's nest and so we were, we're just sitting there and then like someone pops up a chair next to me and I look over, I'm thinking like, it's one of my friends. I look over and it's M, uh, MJF. I'm like, Oh crap, should I leave? <laughs> he uh, sits next to me and this is legit how the conversation went. Um, he asked me if I had some gum and I was like, Oh, this is awkward because like, I wish I had gum cause I would have given it to him, but I don't usually uh, carry gum with me. Um, uh, I, I did start carrying gum with me because I realized that a lot of people were asking for gum. So I was like, oh, I'll just carry gum sometimes. Um, but I was like, no. And then he was just chatting among everyone else. And I was just like, oh, he's not as bad as I thought he would be or out to be. So, like, I don't know. There, like, there are some people that I've met where, like, they've been a heel on TV or they've been, like, a, uh, a heel when I've seen and while meeting them they, they are what they are when you see them on tv and i was just like eh, this is not what i expected but uh, okay but I, I do understand like for me when i first decided that uh, i wanted to become heel i wanted to make my character intense but i never wanted that intensity to fall into like the real me i i feel as though for gia like she is a part of me but i don't want her to always be I want to separate the two to where like okay, yeah, and this is the real me. I never want them to combine themselves together because I don't want to be made out as like like a jerk or a hole or anything like that. So I always feel like you can always separate the two if you're real. Yeah, see that that's what I like. Like and like I said, like the fans, we understand that you know it's a character in the ring, and like being able to separate that allows you to be who you are in the ring, and it allows you to also be yourself outside of the ring. And you know we like that, you know, because um, it, it it makes you more relatable, and it actually makes people more of a fan of you. Like that's how I became a really big fan of some of the wrestlers that I like in like WWE. Um, I'll give you a good example, Ember Moon. Like when I found out she plays video games and she's like this big geek and nerd and stuff like that, I'm like, this is me. And you know, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And it makes you say, Hey, like we have the same common interests, you know, yada, yada, yada. So just like being yourself outside of the ring, just this in general, just makes you more relatable to the fans. And, you know, that's, then that turns them into bigger fans. 
at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Oh, so uh, I think that's all the questions I had for you both. Um, do any of you two have anything that you wanted to add to the show? Uh, not that I can think of right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All right. <laughs> all right, then. Uh, well, I think that ends the show then um so thank you so much g and amber for uh joining us today over here at oface wrestling no problem thank you oh no problem at all um do you all want to share your social media real quick before we uh, go yeah so um, i'm on facebook at amber rodriguez uh twitter at amber one rodriguez and instagram at lorena renegada have fun spelling that <laughs> uh, for me everything is kind of the same for uh, Instagram and Twitter it will be the Gia spot alright so make sure you follow both Gia and Amber on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter I'll put you know the links for your social media below in the description and then just make sure you give us a yeah, subscribe on YouTube, follow us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Thank you all for tuning in today at O-Face Wrestling. And once again, thank you so much, Amber and Gia, for joining us today. Thank you. Right, bye.